Today is March 23rd, and welcome on into episode 38, not 37, like I post in Discord, like a dipshit, of When ah. Worlds Collide. <laughs> Fishy, how you doing, buddy? I am doing fantastic. How about yourself? A uh, little tired, you know, functioning at 60% per usual, but... Yep. You know, Always buff, but... Oh, big buff guy. Um. <laughs> Before we go any further, buddy, you know how we start these things. Oh, I do know how we start these things. You want to do the honors? You got a crack for me? I Yeah, sure. Yeah. All yeah. right. Here's the episode 38. Cheers, chat. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Mm. Woo. <sighs> I did myself dirty, man. That is strong. Hey, what are you drinking? Uh, vodka again? Yeah, I got the F and vodka again. The raspberry, not bad, yes, not bad. I got myself a nice Yingling lager and more of those Vizzy hard seltzers. Oh, so you sad, buddy? Oh yeah, dude. I got like a whole another mini fridge just full of alcohol. You making the, the most? I'm in Virginia. Where's the mini fridge located? Arm's length. Uh, a couple steps away, I'll tell you that. A couple steps? Okay, I could take a couple steps. Like, you know, you know where mine's at. It's like arm's length. Like, I just gotta, like, kind of lean over in my chair. Yeah, and it will swivel. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> butter. <laughs> and all the necessities are within arm range. <laughs> dude, you, you, you know it. You know it. I got, like, in a 10 by 10 area, not even, there's my bed, my PC, my Xbox, and the fridge. So I just, I, I just got to swivel in a circle, and I, I got everything within that uh, perimeter, you know? <laughs> yeah. Love it. Even if it some piss bucket, too. Yeah, nah, dude. The piss bucket got <laughs> retired a long time ago. <laughs> Don't you lie to your viewers, Carl. You hide it under your bed. Well, I can't hide it in my bed. My bed is on the ground. So. So you say. That myth is debunked. <laughs> I am. Uh, no, it's your word against mine. I know Chad believes me more than you. Yeah, I mean, that's probably fair. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, let's hop on into the gaming news. Yes, sir. So are we we're, Are we going with this QOD? I actually don't think we came up with another one, did we? No, I was trying to think of one, so we're just going to roll with that one. All right, we're going to roll with this one. This may be one we had discussed before, but we're going to go with it again. So Xbox just recently announced that they have some sonic controllers coming out that literally have like they're like furry controllers they're covered in like sonic and like knuckles hair did you did you see this picture by any chance i did see the picture they are definitely furry it's <laughs> i thought it was gonna be like you know like short hair on the controller and kind of no. like felt something no it is like full-on just like fur on the controller dude it's kind of awesome. I want one just to like be able to display it, to be honest, because it's like so unique. Oh, yeah, dude. I don't think anyone would actually use that controller. It would get so grimy so fast. Well, <laughs> if you're a guy that like me that actually like sweats when he's playing video games. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine your palms on this thing? Oh, God, dude. It would just be oily and discolored. And like, how do you even clean that thing? <laughs> I, I would imagine you'd have to shampoo the controller. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if without to break it. Yeah, bro, because I, all the hair would just get matted down from my sweaty palms. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, dude. Oh my god. I would hundred I wouldn't even use it. I would definitely put it on display. But anyways, man, um kind of question going off of this. If you could have any custom controller, like what would you put on it? Like what game? Oh, well, I mean, since the release of Elden Ring, that game has uh taken over my life. I would love to see like, you know, if you've played Elden Ring, you know what I'm talking about. If not, you're going to be completely in the dark for this. But I'd love to see a custom controller with, like, cracks on it. And, like, in between the cracks, there's, like, red light, like, LED lights coming through it. And maybe uh, in the game, there's something called the Erd Tree, which is just basically a giant yellow glowing tree in the game. And if they put, like a neon tree right in the middle of the controller on the xbox button dude that'd be sick yeah just like just go crazy with the controller i mean i would buy that in a heartbeat i'd I'd spend a hundred dollars on that easily yeah man that'd be straight fire i mean it's it's not (laughs) out of the realm of possibility like we've talked about this before xbox has always been kind of known to have these different customization as far as like uh consoles and controllers go you know Oh, yeah. They literally just released a video the other day showing off, like, bakery-style controllers that, like, look like pastries and stuff. Oh, I actually didn't see that one. Yeah, some of them look really cool. Like, they're some, like, base colors, like, you know, like, bakery-colored pink and stuff. Like, they got some really cool designs going on with it. Oh, yeah, dude. So, Mama's Mama's saying that her son sweats when he plays video games. So, thank God I'm not alone, okay? (laughs) That's the definition of a true gamer right there. Yeah, sh- shout out to Lil Mama. <laughs> uh, as well, Mama says she would have to go with either Street Fighter or Fortnite. May I ask why Street Fighter, Mama? Just out of curiosity. Um, But as far as my controller goes, dude, I think I would want a Master Chief Collection controller. Um, Kind of like how the like uh cover art is right so it's split into like all the different games that had the master chief collection so yeah, each yeah. part of the controller had you know like halo one halo two three four odst you know all around the controller like a different theme for like each corner of the controller i think that would be absolutely amazing yeah um, that would that would be insanely hard to pull off <laughs> oh yeah it would i mean but this is like a, a hypothetical so let me dream all right <laughs> let me dream <laughs> Um, Tusk is saying he like either God of War or The Last of Us. Can respect that. He's a PlayStation guy. Vince said he'd just go straight up for a, a racing wheel. So, hell yeah, man. Some of them racing wheels are pretty awesome. Um, we're going to actually be talking a little bit of racing once we get into the sports news for today. Yes, sir. But hell yeah, guys. Um, getting into some of the actual gaming news. Um, we had a pretty big announcement. Not clear as to what it's going to mean quite yet but they did announce that the witcher the newest game is in a uh development right now yeah yeah so uh they they came out with an announcement today that the newest witcher or witcher 4 quote unquote is in development and they're moving away from i believe their frostbite engine to unreal engine 5 i, I saw that dude i was a pretty excited to hear that you know yeah so i mean the unreal engine 5 is gonna is just like a crazy 
software program that they have and i am so happy that they moved away from frostbite because frostbite definitely has its issues going on with it so unreal engine 5 is definitely a power move for the new witcher game and um the only teaser that we got with the new witcher was a screenshot of like a witcher medallion covered in the snow and everything and it didn't take people long to decipher what that picture meant and uh, people were speculating that there's going to be a new Witcher school in the Witcher 4. And uh, earlier today, I think the creative director for CD Projekt Red, that's the company? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, CD Projekt Red, uh, he did confirm that there's going to be a new Witcher school in the newest Witcher. And uh, I think it's going to be called the School of the Lynx which has never been debuted before. So that makes me really excited because, uh, you know, all the different schools that they have in the game are just so unique and just fun to, like, grind the gear and weapons for. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm pretty excited for this as well. Um, I haven't finished the games, but I have been enjoying every minute I've been playing with it, as well as yeah. the Netflix series. And speaking of the Netflix series, I don't know if this is confirmed or not, but I, I thought I saw something about them actually putting, like, Netflix missions into The Witcher 3 as an update. Wait, what? <laughs> and I like I said, I can't confirm that or if that was just some bullshit I saw. But I saw something. I don't know if it was on Twitter or what. I was just, like, scrolling through shit, you know, in between cardiac rehab classes today that they're going to put missions from the Netflix show into The Witcher 3 with as an update. Holy crap, that's crazy. I I can't even fathom how that would work. It would just work as like a DLC pack, you know what I mean? Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. yeah. Dude, they could pull that off, I mean, by all means. I mean, I don't think Netflix is going to cancel The Witcher show anytime soon, hopefully, because I really enjoy it. So if they can, you know, collaborate with CD Projekt Red on that, I mean, that'd be so sick. I, this is a big opportunity as well for like CG, CD Projekt Red to kind of redeem themselves, right? Oh yeah, after the whole cyberpunk debacle. Exactly, man. Um, <laughs> and on that note, I did see like the head of CD, CD Projekt Red or the head of the Witcher development literally came out with this statement. He goes, we will not have crunch. So <laughs> we'll see, but... That's that's good to hear at the very least, right? After their colossal fail with the launch of uh, Cyberpunk. Ooh, excuse me, Cyberpunk. As it's it's hard to say that it was a colossal failure because it was the best selling game uh, for those few months that it released. It was just you know released in a poor state, so it was a failure for I think the fans. Poor state is an underestimate. It's like yeah. unplayable. Poor state for the customer and fan base, but from a you know like financial standpoint, it did really well. <laughs> right, and it buffed yeah. out. I heard I heard it runs really well on consoles and PC now. But yeah, yeah. I I think I don't think the next gen uh, upgrade has came for that game yet. But I think once it does, I will definitely buy the game, and hopefully, I'll be like half off or something. Yeah, bro. I feel that. Uh, I'm probably in the same boat as you, you know. I, I'll probably wait for a nice sale to to cop the game, and hey, it's my growing backlog. <laughs> <laughs> the growing backlog never finished. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of other kind of poorly received games at launch, uh, Gran, oh, Tur babe. 
Gran Turismo 7 just launched here recently and it's got some solid reviews, but as far as like the consumers, what they had gave it a 1.8 on Metacritic right now. Yeah, it's it's like hovering between like 1.8 and 3 or something like that. It's it's a, it's pretty poorly reviewed on the user rating. You know what the rationale behind it was? Like what is what what is it that's kind of pissing the players off? I think the the main reason that uh players are mad about the game is because it it has predatory microtransactions. Mm. That's definitely a big one. Uh, I know that most of us gamers are not too thrilled on microtransactions anymore because they're just so prevalent in almost every game we play now. And uh, on top of that, uh, for their single-player mode, you also have to play the game online if you're playing it in single-player. And most people just either don't have the capacity to do that or, like, their internet isn't as great and it just, like, doesn't work for them. So, like, they buy this game... They want to play it in single player and they literally can't because they're not connected online or like they don't have the subscription service to like Xbox Live or like PlayStation Plus or whatever their thing is called. Yeah, I haven't heard of like that much backlash of like requiring online since the Xbox One launched. I don't know if you remember that, but like that was one of the caveats when the Xbox One first launched that it had to be online all the time. And that got a ton of backlash. So this is kind of the first I've heard about that. Uh, since then but how do you feel about that in general i well i honestly it doesn't pertain to me because like i always play online like i'm always like when i get on xbox like i'm talking with friends immediately like i don't usually play single player games by myself you know so like it, it doesn't really matter to me but like i know it definitely is a major factor to other people um, so I don't really like the fact that you have to be online for a single player game. Like there's, it's like the whole point, single player, like you don't need to be online, like multiplayer's online, single player offline. So like, I don't understand why you need to be online to play those kind of games. Cause like, I think the only reason why they do it is just so they can gather user data or something uh, from the people who play those games. So I, I'm not necessarily a fan. I don't think it's necessary to be online to play single player games. Fair enough, man. I I don't think I could have said it better. Like, it doesn't affect me, but I can get, like, why it's irking people. Yeah. Um. But so is that kind of the driving force then, uh, no pun intended, of why Gran Turismo is kind of suffering from that <laughs> review? Yeah. Uh. Yeah, that and along the lines with their – I haven't seen what their microtransactions are and what they are – like, what they're about – but um, I think those two major factors really affected the, you know, like the, the consumer happiness level of the game. So, like, I, I don't think you need to be paying for a full price game and then immediately load up the game and then just getting bombarded with, like, the store and, like, hey, you should buy this to make your car go faster or get more XP so you get more money and stuff like that. Like, I hate when games do that. Yeah, no, I feel you, bro. Um. You know, I feel like every time I load up Fortnite, they're throwing that in my face or Call of Duty, like two two of the most popular games. (laughs) Bro, Fortnite is horrendous with its like UI and like when you first load up the game. I literally have to go through like 10 different screens before I could finally go to the main menu and like join a friend to play. It's just like battle pass, battle pass, cutscene new trailer for the season have you seen the skin battle pass battle pass and you have to like spam b hold b b b b b b until you get to the main menu 
oh my god, it pisses me off so much. Yeah, I, it's so annoying. I feel you. Um, not a fan. But so we got some more news, dude. And this, I would imagine you're pretty excited for this one. Uh, an Apex League, man. A potential nine new characters. Oh yeah, the the big Apex League, or the game that just keeps getting on leaked. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I didn't really read yeah. into this too much, but I did see that well, there's nine new Apex characters like on the docket. Yeah, so di- data miners have once again leaked all all content for Apex in basically the next, I, I want to say like two to five years, give or take. If it's nine legends, then that's definitely, you know, like years out and everything. But they basically just leaked everything online that Apex and Respawn have upcoming for their game. That includes, like, the nine legends that you said, skins, weapons, and even, like, upcoming events and everything. And it's just, like, it's always been a thing with Apex. Because I swear to God, I never never see things on release that i don't already know about or it hasn't already been leaked like this has been a problem since the game has came out so i don't know if like respawn is intentionally releasing the this information to people online and then they're just like releasing it to other people they got a mole dude they got a mole within epic (laughs) exactly right i like on like tiktok and like uh instagram and everything it's just like here are new uh leaked upcoming event skins coming next week i'm just like bro like why can't i just see the skins when the event comes out that week like I, I wouldn't mind like seeing one skin as like a teaser, but like they're literally like, here's what's coming for this, 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 and this, and this for like the next six months. I'm just like, bro, come on now. Just like a little bit of surprise would go a long way here. Buddy, buddy, you know how our society works, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, did they give it a, a date as to like when we can start seeing some of these things or no? Uh, I mean, like, they're in-game events that are basically a dime a dozen. They have, like, an event going on, like, every other week. As opposed to the new Legends, I believe they come out with a new Legend every season, which is three months? Yeah, like, 90 days, so every 30 months there's a new Legend. So, we, we got that going on. The new weapons, I haven't seen what the new weapons are, thankfully. But they have been releasing a new weapon also every season. And on top of that, we have heirloom sets for the characters as well. And I think they release like two heirloom uh, weapons for like two different characters every season because they have like a they have like a ranked split halfway right. through. So like they definitely they do like an heirloom thing at the beginning with an event, and then they do like another in-game event that also sells uh, an heirloom set. And we know about every single one of them coming up. No surprises at all. Yeah, that kind of stinks, man. Kind of takes away some of the hype, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't really care. Like, I got enough skins and everything. I mean, some of them are dope, but, like, yeah, I just, I don't really care for it anymore. Fair enough, dude. I mean, at least you're getting news, like, in Apex, like. <laughs> oh, yeah, as yeah. opposed to uh, a favorite franchise of yours. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not going to even go down the road. I'm just going to get sad. <laughs> Can't bring down the vibes. Yeah, I know. We're, we're big vibes over here. So we'll talk about some Hogwarts legacy because I know a lot of people are hyped for some Harry Potter action. It's been a long time oh. coming that we uh, get a very, hopefully very well-developed Harry Potter game. 
Yep. Oh, yeah. So whoever's got that Harry Potter itch in this upcoming Hogwarts Legacy game, you can partake in everything from the movies. Um, you know, wizard classes, dueling, exploring, Quidditch, hopefully. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. When, if, when, is uh, that re- when is that releasing? Is that, what, holidays this year? I, I believe so, yeah. I think, uh, you know, like November, either or like October, November, December, later this year. If it doesn't get delayed by something. So, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely see it this year. Fingers crossed. And is that going to be a free-to-play, like, MMO-style game or... I'm not even sure, dude. I haven't watched too much about this game. I would think it would just be like a singular player game with RPG elements. I mean, I don't know like how expansive you can get with like the spells and everything because pretty much every wizard that goes to Hogwarts knows the same exact spells uh, to a certain degree. So I mean, like we, I, I know that they came out with like a twenty-minute gameplay video. I watched a little bit of it, not everything, because like I don't want to get spoiled with a bunch of stuff. But you know, you got like the the typical spells. Like, you got like Lumos, and you know, like you can grab things and other people, and just like it looks like a well-made Hogwarts game. You're not gonna play Harry Potter, obviously. You're, you're playing your own character, but I think that the way that they're gonna make the game interesting is like you're going to be randomly sorted into a different house, you know, like Gryffindor. Oh, yeah, so I actually did see that. Up. I saw some, like, screenshots of, uh, like, the different houses and the big, yeah. like, you dining room or whatever that. it's called. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, it looks like a good game. Uh, I hope it does get a good game. I really hope that it gets released on Game Pass day one because that would be sick. I would 100% play it if it came out on Game Pass. So, you know, only time will tell. So we're going to have to wait a few more months. I know uh, Frint is pretty hyped about that game. He actually popped in at the perfect time, right, as we were about to talk about this. I know Mama's a Harry Potter fan as well. And Frint mm-hmm. did mes- mes- mention that he's Slytherin as fuck, which makes sense because he's a fucking snake. Yeah, baby. <laughs> um, so that seems absolutely perfect. I couldn't think of a better house for you, Frint, you snake bitch. Um... I think the yeah, timeline for the game, they said it was like in the 1800s or something like that. So I think that's before the Harry Potter series, if I'm corrected, uh, which definitely would make it interesting because like some of the modern day aspects in the wizarding world kind of takes away from the uniqueness of that of Harry Potter. Yeah, like I said, I'm not a big Harry Potter guy. I'd I'd prefer to see like some sort of dope Lord of the Rings game. I'm definitely going to play this. I think everybody in chat could agree that Lord of the Rings is better than Harry Potter. You know, I'm just, Star Wars, baby. I don't want to hear it. Stir the cauldron a little bit here. <laughs> what, uh, what is uh, Lord of the Rings has what? They got Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War. And then they had like the, like the OG Lord of the Rings game back in the day. And then for Star Wars, we got like Battlefront, and then we got the Fallen Jedi and everything. So I think Star Wars has an upper hand here. Oh, in the game universe, there's no doubt. The Star Wars games are so much better than the Lord of the Rings games. I mean, they're both really good. I loved Shadow of Mordor. That game was Shadow of Mordor sick. was amazing, no doubt. And I, I wish I played Shadow of War because they just completely expanded upon what they called their nemesis system. You know, it's just like 
enemy bosses remembering who you are and like if they kill you then they like rank up in the leagues of like the orcs and everything so i mean both games are just absolutely fantastic but i definitely think star wars has a little bit of an upper hand oh i mean i don't think it's a little bit of an upper hand to be honest i think it's i think it's pretty massive just uh, like of the quantity of lord of the ring or star wars games compared to lord of the rings alone is crazy um yeah Spartan had mentioned, you know, a Lego Lord of the Rings game would be really cool. I think they actually might have one back in the 360 era, but I could be tripping on that. But I think they did. Um, yeah. But kind of going off that note, I mean, if we're going to talk about the Lego games, we do have the upcoming Lego Star Wars uh, oh, Skywalker God, saga coming so out. Good. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. It looks so damn good. I, dude, bro, I might just pay full price for that game when it releases. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think that might be might be one I have to like replay with Brian or something, man, and take us back to our childhood. Yeah, the, I we definitely mentioned it last week during the podcast because, or the week before that, but um, that game was plagued with developmental issues and like staff leaving and everything. So, I mean, on paper the game looks good, and the videos we've seen, I mean, the game looks incredible, but uh, we don't know like the actual state of the game until it fully releases. Right. Um, I do want to say, Spartan, I just gave it a Google, man. There is a Lego Lord of the Rings in the 360 era. I, I had a feeling, man. My spidey senses were tingling. Out. I missed out. I, I never played that one, actually. Maybe that's why I have to go back and cop and play for Throwback Thursday stream. Ooh, yeah. Potential idea right there. I like it. Yeah, I could buff hard, bro. Definitely buff hard. <laughs> um... Last thing we wanted to cover in the gaming realm before we hop on into the sports um, is the Halo TV show. You know, I got to get my little jabs in about Halo, just like Frint can't shut the hell up about the Bucks. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we got the Halo TV show dropping at midnight tonight, actually. We're going to be having a watch party in Discord tomorrow for anybody that wants to join us, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So hopefully everybody can hop in, even if you are on the West Coast. Um, but I just wanted to get your, your thought on this, man. What's your hype for the show? Give me a one to 10. Chad, give me a my, one to 10 on the halo hype. I want to say, I mean, my hype meter right now, I would say like a nine out of 10, my expectations for the show, I would give it like a high seven, maybe even an eight. Uh, I'd have to watch the first episode like fully, you know, like I whenever I watch like the pilot episode of a new series, that's like gives me a good idea of how well I would like the show. It's the same thing that happened with the Witcher show on Netflix, you know, like the first episode like really grabbed my attention. I was like, hell yeah, cannot wait to watch the rest of the season. And then I was just so hyped for season two. So if they they capture my attention for the first episode, I'm I'm like all in, baby. My hype meter will be over 10 if I if the first episode is absolutely insane. Oh, yeah, man. So, Frint said his hype is a 3. Spartan's hype is a 5. Alert said he's not very hyped at all. Puff said huh? a solid 8.5. Ooh. Um, so, there's some very differing hypes for this show. I'm going to say a 7. Just because I'm really scared. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, right. I, I am damaged. Uh so I'm just I'm just scared. I don't want them to fuck it up. I love Halo, so I'd say seven. Um, but I have been hearing good things about it. Um one of the articles I was reading today actually mentioned how it's gonna be good the the way they phrase it, it's gonna be good both for like 
the Spartan, the, the, the Spartan veteran, as well as like the noobs. Um, <laughs> they they said that they're gonna actually have some lore from the books in there. Um, characters that only exist in the books will be in the TV show that aren't even in the game. So that's kind of cool for like the Halo people that are like big into the lore. Yeah, I I actually read a few of the Halo books when I was a kid, but I mean like that was over a decade ago at this point. I, I still have some of those books on my bookshelf. If I can if I can remember some of those Spartans and everything I see them in the show, I mean like that's just good storytelling right there. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll say this, like at the very minimum, like the setting and like all the CGI is gonna be sick because I think they spent like ten million an episode. Oh, I, I think is what was reported. So oh at, my God. at the very minimum, like the quality of the show will be excellent, even if like the storytelling isn't up to our standards. So we'll see. Because I mean, ten million episode—that's insane, right? Yeah, I think um, one like since we're like entering into the video game, uh, like TV and movie era. I think they're going to suffer in the first season of just world building and trying to build up characters. And I'm that so def- fine with that though. It's like crazy how fine I'm, I am with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with it too, but like other, you know, like, you know what they said, quote unquote, noob fans, they, they will want more and like, they won't appreciate the character building as much as we would, you know? Right. So I think like they would suffer in the first season trying to build everything up and then like the they're just gonna have to wait for like season two three and four to like fully hit their stride in the show kind of like what the witcher is doing right now like the first season was good but again they had to just like introduce all these characters because they're reaching a wider audience and like not everyone knows all the characters within the witcher universe right and yeah so i think that's they're gonna suffer just a tad bit on that aspect yeah, man. I like I said. I I hope to God it's good. I need some more Halo content in my life since three four three won't give us any. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my God. I saw somebody tweeted. They're like, man, it is a huge L that there is no Halo Infinite in-game event for the release of the Halo TV series, which I, I thought would have been a great idea to do, but I guess they're not doing anything that we know of. I really hope they just drop a bombshell on us. I mean, what could they be doing? I know I've said this. I, I sound like a broken record, but but kind of to coincide with the TV show, I actually dropped a Halo workout video. Did you happen to see this? <laughs> oh my gosh. There's your content, Carl. <laughs> Dude, this is sick. I might, maybe I'll do the Halo workout video. You know, I, I want to be chief. So maybe this is what I got to do to, to attain that. Uh, Chad, I'm going to drop a link for you in the uh, chat right now to the halo workout video check this out um so i, I got think you can, i don't think you can aspire to be master chief because you're not over seven feet tall that was chief was seven foot two right <laughs> he's a he's a gargantuan i'll tell you that i'll get some tall heels no buff <laughs> work out on some heels but yeah so to kind of promote uh the halo show the game uh they hired an ex nfl player to do a halo um workout video so it's it's in tandem with under armor fandom and halo they put together this like little workout routine i thought it was pretty awesome damn they're coming out swinging huh yeah oh i thought it was something man something unique uh so i enjoyed watching it's only like a three four minute video obviously watch it after the podcast you don't want to watch it right now but uh 
podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, I, I kind of want to segue this into the sports section here. If you could be trained by any athlete or fictional character, who would it be? Kind of going off of this uh, Master Chief training. Oh, yeah. You, you go first for this one. I want to hear your thoughts. Well, I would say Master Chief, but I don't think I'd make it through the training. <laughs> um, the so, training is what you would go through. The uh, the experimental science and all the you know like drugs and injections that they put into you. I'm not sure that you can go through that. <laughs> right. So I guess I'll go st- a step down from uh, Master Chief, and I'll go with LeBron. I cause I'm okay. sure I'm sure LeBron's workouts are absolutely insane, and that dude is shredded still at 38, and he just. He he just looks like a god. So, I guess I'll go with LeBron. That'd be kind of cool. And like all of his different like things he does, is su- such as like cryotherapy and stuff. Um, oh yeah, he literally spends millions of dollars on his body every year to keep him, you know, intact. So I I would be curious to see like what his in depth routine looks like. It, it's top of the line amongst athletes, you know. I would assume it's pretty vigor vigorous, right? So but who, uh, yeah, who you going with? Well, my initial thought was to do Dwayne The Rock Johnson for his workout routine, uh, but I've actually seen what the hell he does, and I do not want any part of that. Oh, that really? Does, does he post it on Instagram or what? Yeah, I've, I've seen plenty of videos. That dude like works out like three times before like 12 o'clock in the afternoon. He gets up at like 4 or 5 in the morning, works out, eats breakfast, works out again, does some phone calls, does some cardio all before 12 o'clock. And I'm just like, bro, I'd be dead after the first workout. Yeah, so, that dude's a moose. Yeah, I, just, I mean, like, he's huge. But I'd, uh, going a little bit of a step down, I would rather work out with John Cena, okay? Because that guy is absolutely hilarious, and I think it would be just so fun to work out with him. Are you going to bring the steroids, or will you think Cena will bring the steroids? <laughs> Hey, John Cena's all natural, okay? Don't, oh yeah, don't. for sure. You're talking you're talking about the peacemaker here, okay? You can't see the steroids, bro. You can't see it. Exactly. <laughs> I would just go to I would go to a gym that he would uh, give me the address for and I just wouldn't be able to find him. I'd be like, all right, this is how we do it then. <laughs> um so some of the answers we got in chat for who they would like to work out with. Friend said Batman, and then he goes, Vengeance. <laughs> um, Vince said he would like to work out with Jack and Daxter. Uh, Tusk mentioned Kratos and Aaron Donald. <laughs> Aaron Donald, man, he's a fucking moose. Maybe I'd have to change to Miles Garrett actually, since he's a Cleveland guy as well, and he's a nerd, dude. He loves anime and shit. We were talking about this the one night when I was trying to read his poetry. Brand had to come in because oh, I can't yeah. read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lizzo mentioned King Leonidas. That's a dope one. You just gotta get spray on abs for that one. Spray on it. <laughs> you just got to be half naked even through the winter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, real life easy John Randall and said. Husk also mentioned James Harrison. Yeah, that dude's a beast. Also a cheap shot artist. Um, <laughs> He's got specific classes for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is how you spear the enemy to give them a concussion. This is this is how you poke somebody in the eye during a dog pile. Yeah. <laughs> um anywho, we've had an absolutely crazy month of March. 
it is literally March Madness, but for every sport. Oh, yeah. So the NBA, we talked about last week how the scoring has been off the charts with 50-point games. But the NFL will not be silenced by taking the NBA's uh, hype, dude. The NFL seems to have news every freaking day, including today. Early this morning, I saw, you know, there's a rumor that Tyreek Hill might get moved. People were putting out tweets, oh, this isn't going to happen. It's just a rumor. Um, what was it, like 4 o'clock? Shipped over to the Dolphins. But now the Dolphins, man, are looking really nice. Um, yeah, they're making hard moves. I don't know if two is the answer for Miami, to be honest. But we'll find out for sure this year because he's going to have a plethora of weapons, including his newly acquired Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Devontae Parker, Mike Gusecki, and Chase Edmonds, who was also acquired in free agency this year. So the Dolphins, man, are we projecting them to be one of the top teams in the AFC now that the AFC is so stacked with quarterbacks? Can this Miami offense even take them to the playoffs this year? I would say that's a safe bet. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. I definitely would think that they're playoff contenders. Yeah, man, it's just it's going to be so crazy because the AFC is so stacked with quarterbacks this year. You know, you got you got Matt Ryan coming out of the NFC now into the AFC with the Colts. Um Russell Wilson out of the NFC into the AFC with the Broncos. Um obviously a highly talked about uh quarterback that just came to the our own Cleveland Browns, Deshaun Watson. Um so the AFC is going to be absolutely insane this year. Um, with that being said, where do we see, or what team do we see emerging atop of the AFC? If you had to pick one, which one do you think is emerging on top of the AFC with all this competition this year? Uh, give me your thoughts first, because, uh, I'm very curious to see what you're going to say. I think it's going to be very dependent on Watson's suspension, but I'm going with the Cleveland Browns, baby. I mean, our our defense is is just as good as it was, if not better. We acquired Amari Cooper in a trade for nothing. Shout out Dallas Cowboys. Appreciate you. Um, and now we have <laughs> arguably a top five, top three quarterback in the league, depending on what his suspension is going to look like. Because at some point, I would imagine a suspension will come down for Watson. Um, just kind yeah, of dependent yeah. when. Um. So I, I got to stick with the hometown team, though. I'm going with the Cleveland Brownies. Well, if you're going Cleveland, then I'm going to go with Cincy then because, I mean, Cincy, Cincy made it farther than ever ever before, you know, in last season. So I would love to see them, you know, even be like a championship contender team for next season. Yeah, I actually seen a couple of, like, quote-unquote experts. I swear these experts don't know what the fuck they're talking about half the time. But I did see oh, a, a, see a their like we are <laughs> right. I did see a, a handful of them though that they did pick the Cincinnati Bengals at one. I see some Bills at uh, in the chat. I seen I saw a lot of Bills at two from these different uh, experts. Um, Goon says Browns will be lucky not to be fourth in division. Um, you've got to be trolling, my guy. Um, <laughs> but that's okay. I can take it. I ain't gonna be shook. Um, but. But yeah, all right. Well, Goon, if the Browns are going to be fourth in the AFC North, who do you have emerging amongst all the teams in the AFC? 
I'm waiting to see the Steelers. Yeah, Mitch, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, I don't know, buddy. Um, let's see what we got here. Yeah, I don't think people do remember Vince, like how cold Watson really was, man. He is I would nice. Say, I would say the Titans would be top three. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far just because the quarterback competition is so rough in the AFC now. They still got Derrick Henry. He's another year older. I, and I can't put all the faith in Tannehill. And they only got A.J. Brown, let go of Julio Jones. I don't think they've acquired another wide receiver yet. but Yeah, I mean, but they still won, what, like 12-5 and five last season? I mean, that's pretty damn good. <laughs> well, the other, the other thing to discuss now, too, is um, Tusk is talking about how tough the AFC North is going to be. Is the AFC North better than the AFC West? Because the AFC West is going to be just as tough. You got Russell yeah. Wilson on the Broncos. You got Derek Carr on the Raiders, who just traded for Devontae Adams. We didn't even talk about the Devontae Adams trade at all. Um, and then you got Patrick Mahomes with Juju Smith Poopster. Um, and obviously Travis Kelsey. And. <laughs> Whoa, dude, I'm having a blank. Who's the other AFC? Oh, Justin Herbert and the Chargers. How could I forget them? Uh, yeah, man, it's going to be absolutely crazy. Uh, buddy time, Chargers fan here, doing a lot of work on defense so far. Yeah, they are, man. Signing Khalil Mack on the opposite side of Joey Bosa, that's going to be absolutely filthy, man. I can't wait to watch the, a the AFC football in general this year. Dude, um, I'm a big fan of Joey Bosa. He, he, is, uh, he is a player to the people, and he loves playing video games. I think the Bosa brothers are a bunch of hoes, but <laughs> that's just me, maybe. Wait, why do you say that? I don't know. I just they. I can't stand them. I don't know what it is. I just don't like the Bosa brothers. I, I I'm I'm definitely a fan of Joey at the very least. Keynes is right there with me. He goes agreed, Smalls. He doesn't like the Bosa brothers either. <laughs> uh, wow. Vince oh. is saying that he'd actually give the AFC West a little bit of an edge over the AFC North. It's close though. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I think with um, you know, like after all these trades and everything, I what was that what was that tweet that you posted? Uh, eight players with a combined 33 Pro Bowl selections have been traded in perhaps the wildest month in the NFL offseason history. I mean, like uh, both divisions. I mean, I think next season is going to be absolutely wild. Not only like the wildest month in NFL offseason history, this has got to be the wildest NFL offseason, like period, right? Yeah, you yeah, and this is like the most attention I've paid paid attention to to in the offseason alone. You don't see movement like this very often in NFL. This is more like NBA kind of vibes. It also seems like the the salary caps for you know, like these players that we're picking up are just you know absolutely crazy. Like I I have not seen this huge of numbers for you know like quarterbacks and like other players being traded in a long while. I mean like the the money that they're throwing at these players is just absolutely absurd. Like I don't even know where the hell they're getting this money from. Yeah, man, the Browns might have just started a trend in the NFL. By giving Watson basically an NBA contract, all the money guaranteed in advance, like that doesn't happen in the NFL. That happens in the NBA. That doesn't happen in the NFL. So we'll see if that's a trend going forward. Now. Or, or something. The yeah, it's something we'll be able to look back on and be like, "Wow, that was like the first, first one that really did it." Um, yeah. But How much was John Watson guaranteed for? Two hundred thirty million for five years. Jesus Christ! Oh my God, that is a stupid amount of money. 
I do have a question for you in chat, though, guys. Speaking of setting trends in the NFL, um, did Tom Brady set the trend for these veteran quarterbacks like pursuing a contender at the end of their careers? And hear me out on this one, right? You got Brady at the end of his career going to Tampa Bay where they're established. They're going for a title. Ends up winning a title, right? Yep. Matty Stafford uh, in Detroit, you know, had a lot of rough years there. He goes over to Los Angeles with the Rams, gets a Super Bowl. And now we have Matt Ryan that just got tra traded to the Colts. I'm not saying the Colts are a Super Bowl contender, but it seems like there's a trend forming now, right? These veteran quarterbacks that have great careers, you know, leaving their situation to try to get onto a contender. So is that is that a trend? Is it just a coincidence? What do you guys think? Um, that's uh, that's hard to say, in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to go the route of it's just a coincidence. I mean, Tom Brady it would definitely be considered the goat in this aspect. But I don't think he would have, you know, started this trend just because he got traded and then he goes into retirement and then goes out of retirement again. So I mean, I, I think it's just pure coincidence along along the lines of just this insanely wild off season that we're having. Yeah, I mean, I, I can give it that. Um, Keynes had mentioned Stafford was a beast on an awful team. I mean, that's that's what Matt Ryan was too, man. He's always towards the top of the league in passing yards. And the Falcons haven't been good since their Super Bowl run. Um, and for any Atlanta fans, if we have any in the chat, I feel bad for you guys this year. I don't know what the fuck you guys are going to do. You got, Mary, you got Marcus Mariota at quarterback for two years. You have Ugh. no wide receivers because your one wide receiver has to gamble on games, which makes no sense. We already covered that, though. <laughs> um, but at least you got Cordell Patterson, which is going to be your entire offense. So, yeah, until he know. gets injured. Yeah. So, anywho, I know we always talk about NFL a lot in this in this uh, podcast, but I do want to actually hop onto something we haven't touched on very much, which is tennis. Um, Ooh, baby. We had some crazy tennis news, actually. This has just been the month of crazy sports news, to be honest with you. If you're a sports fan of any sport, March has been very entertaining. <laughs> Everyone forever sports is just like losing their goddamn minds right now. Right. <laughs> so the current ranked number one female in tennis decided to retire. Um, any guesses before I announce uh, what it is? Any guesses in chat? How old this girl was when she retired? She just announced her retirement. Give me, give me an age you think this woman is. Was this news earlier today, or did we uh, find out about this like uh, you know all last week? I saw it today, but I don't know when it actually happened. Okay, all right. Twenty four, twenty one, twenty five, thirty three. Somebody so, got it right. Ash Barty. Retired from tennis at the age of 25. And that's after she won the Australian Open. <laughs> yeah. Less than two months from winning the Australian Open, her third Grand Slam. Uh, she's like, yeah, no, I think I'm done. I'm ranked number one in the world. I hate money. Uh, I'm going to retire. So my initial thought to this was, ma'am, what the fuck are you doing? She has made $13.1 million at the age of 25 playing tennis. 
and you're just gonna throw the towel in, how much? How many millions of dollars are you leaving on the line? I I mean, for me, it's understandable from what I've seen her say. Like, I think she came out with she came out with like a video on her Instagram and everything, saying that she said she's like fully fulfilled and completely happy with what she's accomplished. And the fact that she wants to move on to, you know, like other things in her life, it's completely understandable that she would retire from tennis after just being, you know, rated as like the number one tennis player. But uh, I'm kind of with you there. I mean, like, I know, I you got understandable you got fish. I, I, I can't, I can't say that it's understandable. I can't wrap my mind around leaving that much money on the table at age 25. Yeah. That's where we, agree you're not even in your prime yet. Right. They say athletes kind of peak at 27. You're not even into your prime yet. I think uh, she just Dave Chappelle out of the scene, you know? Like, you just uh, you leave when you're out on top, and then everyone just, like, wonders where the hell you've been for, like, the past 10 years. Yeah, I don't even think Chappelle is on top at 25, though. Mm. Money ain't Good shit. Point. Okay, I agree. Money can only do so much, but, guys... Like she's got thirteen point <laughs> one million in in income at twenty five. You play to your thirty. You still have your whole life ahead of you. And what you're number one in the world and you haven't peaked yet. She's got to be at least raking in another thirty million dollars. You're gonna leave thirty million dollars on the table. You're out of your mind. Sorry, chat. You're wrong. You're wrong. Well, you also you also got to put in mind uh, she's also engaged to a professional golfer too. So. I, I'm guessing money is not an issue to either of them at their point in their lives. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I get it, but I, I can't wrap my mind around it. You're playing a sport and making millions of dollars. Like, how can you not just continue to play a sport? Like, what are you going to do? Like, how much money would it take? If you were 25 right now, how much would you money would you want to just have to retire, right? Or what would be significant enough to take you away from a sport that you're playing making millions of dollars? What could her next aspiration be? To get crochet you... club. You say crochet club? <laughs> that's her That's her true life and passion. Send me your pin. I'm going to come smack the shit out of you. <laughs> you can't find me in Virginia. You never will. Lord almighty, man. <laughs> Have you ever seen anyone sad on a yacht? Dude, you guys are crazy. You guys are crazy. She's 25, guys. I was, Maybe there's some underlying factors that we don't know about. Yeah. I mean, if you're playing a sport making that much money, chat, you're wrong. I'm sorry. Can't wrap my mind around it. I'm assuming that she loves tennis, right? If I was playing football, right, and I had $13 million and at 25, I was the number one quarterback in the NFL, and I was just like, "Nah, I think I'm good." Pull, 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 pull an Andrew Luck. Nah, I, I think I'm good. No, dude, yeah. there's no way. There's no way. That's like that's like LeBron uh, turning down the one billion dollar Nike deal that he has with them because he's quote unquote. He'd be like, "Oh, I already have too much money. I don't need that extra billion dollars." Yeah, I mean, Chat, you're wrong. Fish, you're wrong. I'd be pulling the Tom Brady. I'd be going until I was 48 or whatever he is oh. now. Carl, that's <laughs> so funny that you said that, you know, Chad and I are wrong because uh, I know later on in the podcast we're going to go over the spreads. So I don't know if those words carry any weight oh. after 
<laughs> yeah, we're betting on we're betting on rugby and esports. You can blow me. Suck me dry, fish. Suck me you fucking dry. Set up. You set them up. <laughs> you can't even win with your own bets that you're placing. Okay, okay. All right, fish. I'll start putting like strictly like NFL like bets in here, and then we'll see who I goes. I would still win. Oh, I am the king of betting. Between you and Chad, I'm gonna rip my fucking eyeballs out. <laughs> That'd be some content right there. Yeah, would you like to see that? Yeah, put it as a an Instagram reel or a TikTok. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> guys are getting me hot and bothered over here, all right? Um... First we go with the Halo the Halo show news. <laughs> they would get you upset and now we're over here. <laughs> Alright, well fuck this bitch Ash Bar Barty. We're moving on. Wow. You know good for her. You 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 quit when you're on top. You don't need to worry about anything else. And you made some money along the way. Good for her. Speaking of being on top, uh, Ferrari back on top after being a poop soup. So this past weekend it was the first F1 event of the year, and Ferrari actually made the podium. They got one and two with their two young drivers, Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz. Two of the oh, best young drivers, and they both happen to be Ferrari drivers. Um, so this is the first time that Ferrari's even made the podium since 2009 when they got sanctioned for an illegal engine. Um, Wait, 2009 or 2019? Jeez, oh, I said 2009. That's that 60% kicking in. <laughs> 2019, excuse me. Two years, not 12. Um, but yeah, man, pretty cool. Have you ventured into the F1 uh, realm at all? And if you did, like, would you be a fan of Ferrari or where would you be rooting? I, dude, I have... Like, I've seen, like, highlights of, you know, like, F1 races and everything. But, like, I have no idea where or when the hell these events even start. I would love to watch Formula One. But I just, like, I don't even know where to begin or, like, where, like, what station even debuts these events and everything. But they're so sick to watch. I mean, like, I love, I love F1 racing games and everything. But I just haven't watched any on TV or anything like that. Gotcha. Keynes, I didn't know you're into the into the driving. We have actually, oh, I have a, like a big group of people that are really into the racing. I know uh, Vince, yeah. now Keynes, Napalm, and Dubes are all are all fans of the driving. Um, so that's pretty cool. You guys are gonna have to inform Fish and I because we're both noobs to it. But I did see yeah. um, with the new rule changes to the F1 that all the cars are heavier, and for whatever reason, the engines that Ferrari uses. Are just performing better right now and while ferrari is performing better mercedes is actually on a downtrend so after the wow. yeah so after the first race it's looking like red bull and ferrari are going to be kind of the two leading the pack again it's only the first race of the year but early on that's kind of what it's looking like yeah so uh correct me if i'm wrong but wasn't um ferrari sanctioned back in 2019 for uh, using like an illegal engine during one of their races. Yeah. Um, so I don't know like what the details of it are exactly, but yeah, it was a race in 2019. Yeah. I, uh, I think um, 
you know, I'm not, I'm not like a, you know, a car engineer, let alone like a formula one engineer, but from what, um, you and Dubois told me, uh, they had an illegal engine due to the fact that they had like a oil drip system in place that wasn't allowed in their events. And that's why they got sanctioned. And now they, they came back this year, kind of came out swinging and that, that's how they, uh, won their first event of the year. Yeah, man, it's pretty cool. It's, it's definitely something that I have to kind of uh, dabble with in the future. Uh, yeah, since I, the season really just started, yeah. But cool, yeah. I mean, hey, we're learning here. We're learning about F one. I had no idea. Um, we're, we're all the sports during this podcast. You know what? I gotta actually check in on. Do you remember? I don't know how many episodes ago it was now, but we did mention uh, F one having a race around uh, the Hard Rock Stadium this year. Do you remember talking about that? Oh. Yeah, I do remember that. So I wonder if that's still happening or not. I haven't heard any update. Anybody in chat know if they're still having the F1 race around the Hard Rock Cafe Stadium? Um, I At the time, I knew it was an idea, but I don't know if it was ever approved or not. Um, so chat, let me know. Um, that being said, we're going to hop on into the bets for this week. Um, oh. And we'll cover what we went over last week. Delzus was our contestant last week with us. Um, so the first one we had for last week was, will there be a top three seed in the March Madness tournament upset in the first round? In fact, there was. Fish was the only one to get that. Delzis and I did not. Um, yes, sir. Yeah. Four seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Next up on the docket, we had Inter-Miami Football Club versus Cincinnati Football Club. Uh, Cincinnati won. Fish and Delzis got that one. Ooh, baby. Yeah, ooh, baby. Two for two. Yeah, yeah. Two for two. Yep, two for two. It's going to get worse for me, guys. Um, <laughs> next, in rugby, we had Melbourne Storm. That was favored by seven and a half points versus South Sydney Rabbits. Rabbitos? We, we discussed this last week. You don't know how to say this shit. Um, so it actually was a really good game. The Storm Ow. did win, but they only won 15 to 14. Uh, did not cover the spread. So Fish and I both lost that one. Dells just got that one right for chat. Chat scoring a point there. Next up, we had the NASCAR yeah. Cup Series Championship um, where we can kind of pick through a list of five drivers here. Um, and whichever driver placed the best, we were going to take that. Ironically enough, William Byron won the race over the weekend and none of us picked him. I had Kyle Busch because I'm a big Bush light guy. Dells just also had <laughs> Kyle Busch. And Fish at Chase Elliott, none of which won. William Byron was the winner of the race last weekend. And then the last one was the Celtics versus Warriors. Warriors were favored by two points. And the Celtics won. Fish claiming victory there as well. And if you're, oh, baby. <laughs> yeah, and if you're curious, guys, I didn't get one of those. So our current standings for March are smalls at 2-8. and eight. So if Bad week for Carl. Yeah. I'm at two and eight. Fish is at seven and three. Chad is at four and six. So this is the last week. If I fuck up again, I have to do another punishment. So lovely. And I think it should be a stacking punishment if you lose consecutive punishment. Yeah. So last last month you did what the four loco bong, and yeah. then so if you lose this month, you got to do a double four loco bong. I'm not gonna make it through the podcast <laughs> if I do a double. I haven't done double since college. I don't think he would make it past 20 minutes. <laughs> I take that bet. 
<laughs> You'd probably lose that one too. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Um, but yeah, if, if anybody want wants to make any money, just pick the opposite of whatever I'm picking this week, and you'll have a pretty good chance of making some money. Um, that being said, guys, if you want to hop into the bets this week, I actually extended the uh, the timer to get in this week. Finally, you'll have two minutes to get in. Go ahead and hit exclamation point join if you want a chance to do the bets with us this week. Oh, we got a spicy lineup this week. I don't even know half of the teams that you posted here. Yeah, three out of the five are just nonsense, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's what makes it interesting. It's pure luck at that point. Still don't get how betting works. Um, so it kind of it kind of depends. So like one of the, one of the, the bets we have for this week is Villanova versus Michigan. Villanova is minus five, so they're projected to win by five. So for you to win the bet, they need to win by five or more. If they win, but it's four or less, then you lose the bet. Um, and if you take Michigan and Michigan loses by four or less, then then you'd cover. You'd cover the spread on that one in particular. Um, there's other ones like Reds versus Brewers. Brewers are favored uh, minus 115. If it's a negative number, then then they're favored by, by that much. But that one in particular is just like uh, the money line. You're just picking who's winning. We'll, we'll have to do some uh, gambling education. <laughs> what sport even is the Reds versus Brewers? Is that hockey? Uh, no, that's, that's the MLB. We're doing spring training gambling, which is uh, just the most degenerate thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I do not pay attention to MLB. Yeah, we finally got it going, man. The lockout is over. The lockout is definitely over. Brian said, okay, Tim. <laughs> I I am the Tim the Tad man, and everything I say, the opposite happens. Hey, he was, he was right. He was right at the end uh, for the championship game. Yeah. <laughs> I know some people probably followed that religiously and lost uh, a decent bit of money. So yeah. Maybe some savings. Hey, <laughs> Phantom, congratulations. You'll be doing the bets with us this week. All right, so like I had mentioned, the first one on the docket, we have Villanova versus Michigan. That game will be played tomorrow at 7.30. This is what, this... Sweet 16 now, right? Am I tripping? Yeah, it is a Sweet 16. Um, wow. Villanova is favored by five points. I am taking the Wildcats, baby. Give me some Villanova. I am going to go spicy for the first pick. I'm going to go in Michigan. All right. So we got Villanova in Michigan. Phantom, where are you going with this one, buddy? You let me know, Phantom. Villanova in Michigan. Uh, the next one we have up, Fish, is actually FIFA Esports. Ooh. We got Man City versus Barcelona. Man City is being played by whoever Cliff is, while Barcelona is being played by Dasco. Okay, okay. I'll Who are you going? I'm going to let oh, you, you pick me? first on this one, yeah. Oh, uh, I have to go Manchester City. Okay. Plain and simple. I'm actually going to 
do that as well just because i like the name cliff better than dasco no other reason <laughs> good, good reasoning right there <laughs> oh lovely i just got hit with the chug which means you got hit with the chug buddy oh, no. aren't you like happy you're part of this podcast yeah dude it's every every podcast is a new experience i'm gonna take a good gulp here but uh okay here's chat oh one second uh let's, oh two chugs we got another one Phantom, who's doing it phantom's gonna take uh man city with us as well not a big sports guy hey man that's completely fine i'm a big sports guy and i am doing terrible i am uh what, what did i say two and eight i've gotten two out of ten right so even if you're a big sports guy it doesn't really mean much in the world of gambling um it's all about luck baby so you're taking man city in the esports phantom i need to know for the first one are you going to take villanova or michigan in college basketball and while you uh decipher that i will take two big gulps of my vodka here there's one i I can just uh, i can picture your face cringing right now oh big cringies (laughs) so phantom is taking michigan before i do my second gulp here guys We'll work on our way to the next bet we have. Reds versus Brewers. Brewers are favored on the money line, minus 115. This is spring ball, so this is kind of degenerating, kind of gambling. I'm going to go. I'll take the Reds, dude. Uh, That's where you go wrong, Carl. Going Brewers. Yep. Phantom, let me know if you're going to go with the Reds or the Brewers. I'm going to take my second gulp. Oh, lovely. Another one. Okay. Who's doing it? Who's doing it? Fish, you better be taking your drinks. I swear to God. Hey, it's like split 50-50. So three chugs. I do one. You do one. And then we split another one. Lordy. (laughs) See, but I'm doing vodka. You better be slamming those beers over there. Oh, I'm on my third one, baby. Good, good. Oh, Carl's gonna get an hour into the community game night and just pass out on stream. Yeah, I'll be drooling all over myself here in a minute. <laughs> all right, next up in the NHL, we have the Blackhawks versus the Ducks. That game will happen tonight at ten oh five. Ducks are favored by one and a half. Where are you going with this one, Fish? Blackhawks, baby. Racist. What? I was just saying that because Blackhawks is like a slam Indians term. Oh. oh. I you're saying it's like racist towards ducks or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. How can you do that to the ducks? <laughs> How do you hate ducks? Hey, if we can't be the Indians, they can't be the Blackhawks, damn it. Uh, I'm going to go against the racists. I'm going to pick the ducks. Phantom, let me know if you're going with the ducks or the Blackhawks. See, I got another sip, and then I got another chug. I got about a sip. Nah, that's maybe a little bit more than a sip. Okay, I got two sips. This is, I'd say that's the equivalent to two sips. And I got one, like and I'll do one more chug. Here. Oh, God. <laughs> Matt's definitely the culprit here. Matt was one of the culprits. <laughs> it's becoming a team effort to destroy my liver. 
Yep. And then the last bet we have for this week, guys, Gary Anderson versus Joe Colin in darts. <laughs> we have a darts bet this week. In case any of you were wondering, the darts game will be held at 340 tomorrow. I know we got a bunch of big dart fans in here, specifically butt darts for uh, Matt, Brian, and Keynes. I know you guys are big butt dart fans. Huge butt dart fans. Um, Gary Anderson is favored in this match against Joe Colin. Minus 144. Where are you going with this one, Fishy? Um, well, I know absolutely nothing about darts, so I'm going to just go with the favorite, Gary Anderson. Okay. I'll take the underdog, because I am an underdog this week for sure. Carl's going to be 2-13 by next week. Yeah, 2 and next week, I will be trucking another 4 loco probably. I Can gotta... you... You can't even win if you go five for five, can you? I can't win, but I can beat chat, and that's all that matters. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I got... Okay, we got hit with another chug, so we have two chugs left now. Oh, my gosh. I haven't even eaten dinner yet. I had two chicken patties. Oh, yeah, I got, I got broccoli at this house. That's about it. <sighs> oh, God. Here, down the hatch. I'm going to pour him up here. Thank you, Undead. I need a third. Thank you. Bunch of bastards. <laughs> i got to end the podcast before I just black out. Um, <laughs> hey, Phantom, are you going to go with Joe Cullen or Gary Anderson for this last one? De- definitely the last one for the spread this week is just out of left field. Yeah, dude, I, I, you know, yeah, I do a couple out of the field, out of left field ones. Gary Anderson, okay. I like the way you think. I, dude, I hope to God you're wrong. <laughs> oh, even man. It works in darts. <laughs> Guys, as yep. always. Oh, yeah, sorry, Fish, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, you're good, you're good. Guys, as always. Thank you for supporting the podcast. We love doing it live and being able to re- interact with you guys. But we also do have plenty of content out on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We used to love your support on those platforms. It's gonna what it's gonna be what keeps this podcast going, right? Um, so if you guys don't mind following on those platforms, giving them a listen. Um, and the YouTube page, we're putting out shorts, like awesome clips from episodes you guys might have missed. We have all the interviews up on there. Um, some gameplay of when world when worlds collide that stuff will all be dropped on the youtube channel um i will go ahead and drop this in chat for you guys here if you hit that link tree link there's a tab that says when worlds collide podcast it'll give you every outlet where you can find us if you can follow us give us a listen um on those platforms would be very much appreciated as well, uh, like I was saying on YouTube, we have additional content such as YouTube Shorts, basically the equivalent of TikTok. But guys, that's episode 38. Thank you all for being here and making this podcast so much fun for us to do. Appreciate everyone stopping by and chatting in Carl's chat. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next week on One Worlds Clyde. Till next week.